0: We have a mixed bag week full of planetary transits. We have a bunch going on and we have a week that has an even split to it in terms of transits. One half will be more harmonious and the other half will be more complex. So it's going to be a fascinating week for sure. The moon will make the most transits this week, causing us to focus on our personal lives and our emotional security. We have an even distribution of planetary alignments from the sun, Mercury, Venus, and Mars, which will help us work on confidence, communication, relationships, situations, and how we take action on our goals. The vibes occurring this week, it is reflecting everything that's going on with the transits. On the 30th, we have a mix of good luck energies, a smidge of good luck energy, ambition, and mental energy, which will help us be more strategic on our goals. Intersecting that is solitude energy, and also we'll have some emotional sensitivity popping up on the graph. All of that is occurring from the 30th all the way up until the third. Again, with this week, it seems to split off as we start getting to the first and the second. So in terms of transits if there's a little bit of a harder energy there may be a need to be to yourself process what's going on with you emotionally without any interruptions And as we get to the weekend, there's some social energy, there's some family and friends energy, and the highest energy on the graph is romantic energy. This is because of an alignment we have going on with Venus and Mars. It's a harder alignment, but it does promote a lot of socializing, and it does have its good spots. It has its harmonious spots, and it has its harder spots, but either way, it does bring in a fun element and a need for excitement. So yeah, we've got quite the mixed bag week. Let's look at the next bunch of days and see what we can expect. As a reminder, don't forget to like and subscribe because it helps this channel grow. And if you'd like to support the work of this channel, you could do so by buying me a fresh cup of coffee. There's a link in the description box below. On the 30th, the sun's gonna make a trine with Mars. This is an alignment that we get when the retrograde starts and when the retrograde ends. Typically about two weeks before the retrograde or two weeks after the retrograde, we'll see this transit. And for a retrograde transit, this happens to be really upbeat. This last occurred around October 17th of 2022. So think back to what was going on with you around that time when this alignment was occurring. This transit has a lot to do with being a go-getter. This transit has a lot to do with having a ton of ideas being ambitious and taking action on your talents and skills so that way you can stand out above the rest. This promotes feeling energized and confident so it helps us seize all the opportunities and possibilities that are in front of us. But of course during the retrograde motion it's harder to put these things into action. We can feel enthusiastic about them and all of a sudden all these ideas and thoughts and ambitions we have get put on hold. But now that we're on the other side of this, this could be a time where you're feeling re-energized and you're able to continue on whatever you were trying to create for you yourself. Plus, this brings in a fun tone. This brings in an adventurous tone. This also brings in a romantic tone and truly pronounces passionate exchanges. So whatever you guys are looking to chase, the opportunity should be out there and you should feel as though you have forward movement and momentum. Speaking of post-shadow alignments, we have another one occurring on that day. Mercury is going to make a trine with Uranus. And this is part three to this trine series that we've had during the Mercury retrograde. Mercury's in the post-shadow as Mars is. Also Uranus is in its post-shadow now. So we have a triple dose of post-shadowy stuff going on, which is cool because it again means forward movement and momentum for us. This happens to be an easy alignments in terms of the retrograde alignments. It promotes forward movement, forward thinking, especially if you've been experiencing mental stagnation, if you've been mentally exhausted, you could feel energized by this energy. This is why we were seeing the mental energy popping up on the graph, because an alignment like this promotes alertness. So this could be a period of having mental breakthroughs, and because of this, we can have moments where we're feeling more innovative than normal. This is also great for taking your ideas to the next level, or revamping a goal so it's bigger, better, and better better and this has a very social tone to it it has a social tone in the sense where it's nice surprises in terms of socializing so this could be surprise communication from people that you really like or making sudden plans that end up being really adventurous and a ton of fun and overall just breaking up your routine in a good way And continuing with that tone of fun energy on Monday, Venus is going to make a semi-sextile of Jupiter. Now, this is a harder alignment, but again, when Venus and Jupiter get together, it's not as harsh, it just goes overboard. So with all this fun, excitable energy, this adds to it and it may make it even more expansive. It may make it more overboard. Venus and Jupiter, when they get together in harder alignments, it increases our need to indulge in things. It increases our need to like gotta have it and gotta have it be buying things, drinking the best drinks, eating the best food, doing something extravagant. And even though this is a Monday, and some people, they're generally not as social on a Monday, it all depends on the person. This really revs up our need to be social. And it's interesting because emotional sensitivity is popping up. But again, that's because of some background stuff that's going on that will occur the next day. But even so, this will rev up that need to be social. The only thing that you have to be aware of is, again, overindulging and overdoing it. And with Mars training the sun with the sun trining mars and then mercury trining jupiter and then this it's going to be hard not to be enthusiastic and have a go big or go home sort of attitude on this day or over the next couple of days with some of these energies so have fun with it because it is interesting and try to ground yourself if you feel like you're going off the rails when it comes down to overindulging one of the reasons why that solitude energy starts popping up around the 30th as we start getting to the end of the 30th when we get to the 31st the moon will be in gemini and this could be an issue of intellectual intellectualizing our emotions rather than feeling our feelings. This is because this moon is going to be making a square to Venus. It's going to be sesquiquadrate to Pluto. It's going to quincunct to Mercury, and it's going to be conjunct Mars. So all those things combined can make for a messy experience. It can make for an experience where we're feeling intense. We're feeling emotionally triggered, but instead of dealing with our emotions, we're trying to bypass them with data points rather than just feeling our feelings. And sometimes you need to do that. Sometimes you need to get really rational and not be in your feels. But this is one of those energies where it's just needed, especially with Pluto being here and Mercury being here and conjuncting Mars, which is in post-shadow. This could have a lot to do with our coping skills. And, you know, again, it's good to not be overly emotional. It's not good to be overly anything. You have to be somewhere in the middle. But with this and Pluto being here and all those other planets being here, it's nudging us to work on our coping skills because we could be on the extreme case end where we're overly detached from our emotional body so this is calling for you to find a fine balance so that way you are working on processing your emotions properly that way it doesn't come out sideways one day because when we don't process our emotions one day they come out and they come out in a way that you may not like and it can be very uncomfortable and this is because built-up energy always needs an exit point and and sometimes that accumulated stuff leaves our body sideways luckily the next day the sun is making a sextile with chiron and this is he energy. So hopefully it helps us come down from that stuff going on with that moon in Gemini. This is about regaining your stride. This is about healing yourself so that way you're building up healthy confidence. This is about releasing the things that bog you down and keep you from being yourself, keep you from being happy-go-lucky, keep you from having healthy self-esteem, and overall a healthy sense of individuality. So this could all result in feeling a healthy sense of self on that day. And also it's great for boosting us in this way where we end up giving ourselves a pep talk a lot of times with some of these alignments, we talk about self-talk, and self-talk can go either way. Self-talk can be healthy self-talk or negative self-talk, and this happens to be in a way where you give yourself a pep talk. Also, there may be situations, because it's Chiron and it deals with healing, where you're finding yourself helping someone else that could use a boost, someone else that can use a pep talk from you. So you could find yourself helping a family member or a friend or even a co-worker that needs a bit of motivation. Upcoming days ahead, that will be necessary. The moon leaves Gemini and heads into Cancer from the second all the way up into the third a little bit until the fourth and with this energy we are hitting some harder alignments of course there are a few sweet spots but this moon in cancer is going to have us looking at what we need to take care of in terms of our personal life and also our need for emotional security our emotions are coming up a lot this week especially with some of the other alignments that are going to be occurring later on so we'll get a nudge to take care of our emotional well-being over this next couple of days through the second this moon in cancer is going to make a square with jupiter and chiron it's going to set sweet quadrate saturn up pose Mercury, semi-square Mars, but it will later make a trine with Venus. So with these harder alignments going on, where we're going overboard in our lives, situations in our lives that's preventing us from healing, where we've taken on too much responsibility and need to find some sort of work-life balance or balance within our homes, and communication with the people that we love. Some of that communication could be harsh, especially with the semi-squaring Mars and especially with this opposition to Mercury. We might need to create a game plan to communicate more appropriately with the people in our lives. Lives. And with this trying to Venus, this could be about looking at ways where we can create harmony in our home. We can work on compromising with others so things are fair and overall finding ways to keep the peace in our environment. And as we get to the third, the moon in Cancer continues, and this could be a day where we're in need of emotional security. This moon is going to quincunx Saturn, sesquiquadrate Venus, and oppose Pluto. So this could have us looking at our relationships that lack any type of warmth or any type of emotional security, and where there's a lack of compassion. Also with Pluto being here, this can show where we have relationships where we're dealing with power struggles as well. Luckily with this trine to Neptune, this could promote the urge to heal the areas of our lives where we're lacking any type of compassion, where we're not getting our emotional needs met, there's no spiritual connection at all. Plus with this moon making this trine Uranus, this could promote the need to get out of stale situations that's no longer serving us and our inner world. And that need for sudden change might come quickly, especially going through the next day. The sun is gonna make a square to Uranus, which could have a lot of shock to it. It could have a lot of upheaval to it and it could promote the need to bust out of unfulfilling and restrictive situations. An alignment like this can create a day of unpredictable happenings. So this could be a day where things don't necessarily go as planned. This could be a day where, again, you're finding yourself busting out of situations. And when I see a Uranus alignment that's a hard alignment, I always mention, if you're going to break free from anything, try to have a proper exit strategy. I know that that's easier said than done, especially if you feel like you're on pins and needles and jumping out of your skin and need to get out of a situation. The problem with these squares, it, it tends to go in a way that we don't. Don't like So we need to break free from a situation. However, it could backfire and not go the way we expect it. And I would rather see you guys on a winning end of this rather than being in an upheaval end of this. So try to do things as cleanly as possible. So that way it's not as messy and not as chaotic, although this energy has a chaotic vibe to it. With an alignment like this, things don't go as planned. Our confidence can fluctuate on the extreme end in terms of this. And this could go either way. This can go in a way of needing to boost your confidence through through doing shocking things for funsies and to get a rise out of other people to make yourself feel good. Or it can promote a feeling of edginess because your confidence is always fluctuating. So through an alignment like this, if our sense of self is not balanced, it can create situations where we feel anxiety or are lashing out at other people due to the fact that we don't feel good about ourselves. This also pronounces the urge to engage in risky behavior. Sometimes this comes from just being bored and you're needing something thrilling in order to to get yourself feeling a sense of aliveness. But be aware of that because this could be very accident-prone sort of energy. So it's, it's an energy of mishaps. And again, with the energy like this being unpredictable, things don't necessarily go as planned. So that can be an issue as a result of this. Also, because we are dealing with Uranus and we're dealing with Uranus in its post-shadow, there can still be some glitchy stuff going on. Uranus has a tendency to create some glitches, just like Mercury. It's the higher octave of Mercury. So when Uranus causes some glitches, it really, really knocks things off kilter. So there could be an issue with our electronics or gadgets and things like that. So yeah, this alignment in itself is very edgy. On top of that, by the time we get to the fifth, Venus is making a square with Mars and this is considered part three to the harder alignments that Venus and Mars were making with one another. And I mean this in terms of major aspects like Ptolemaic aspects. We had the first square back on September 16th when Venus was in Virgo. Then we had the opposition on November 30th while Venus was in Sagittarius. And now this is the last square while Venus is in Pisces this is a mutable thing since Mars is in Gemini which happens to be a mutable sign so it's hitting all those mutable points and now we're at that final point of course we had the quincunses and we had some sesquiquadrates with this Venus Mars situation but this here in itself definitely brings it to a winding down in terms of mutable energy it's not to say that there won't be some complicated moments as a result of this but it is on the other side of the retrograde it is in the post shadow so some of the edgier stuff that we felt with this may be more easier, this may be easier to make decisions in terms of your relationships. In other words, an alignment like this generally pronounces relationship situations that are unhealthy so there could have been situations with dishonesty there could have been situations with cheating there could have been situations with argumentative relationships so overall it definitely announces the need to get some sort of resolution when it comes to conflict and whether that resolution is moving forward from a relationship finding a way to meet each other halfway or seeking third-party assistance through coaches or counseling this is one of those alignments that calls for our attention that something needs to change within these scenarios so that way we're in healthy romantic youth On the fun note, this is definitely one of those passionate energies. This is why romantic energy was the highest in the chart for the weekend. This is one of those alignments. If you're in a healthy union where it can rev up passion, it can cause intimacy that's off the charts. Even if you did get into a dispute within a healthy union, this is one of those things where you end up having makeup sex or you end up reigniting the spark in your relationship, do something thrilling with one another. If you're single, this could be one of those times, especially with this being in the post-shadow, it's more safe in terms of meeting new people. And I say safe because, you know, sometimes starting relationships during a Venus retrograde or a Mars retrograde isn't always advised. It's not saying that it can't work because there are situations where it could work. It's just not advised because it is a retrograde situation. So you don't have all the information and facts and sometimes don't know how things will unfold. But this could be a time where you meet someone where you have crazy, Chemistry with and everything just seems to align in a way that's fun and magnetic. And when it comes to finances, this might be a time to go hard for what you want. Just make sure you're not stepping on anyone's toes because this can have a very competitive energy to it and everything. So you just want to check yourself if you're coming off bossy or you're coming off as though you're clawing someone's eyes out to get to the top. So yeah, we're leaving January the way we started it gently, but we're kicking off February in a big way, in in a cosmic storm sort of way. So the beginning of this month is absolutely colorful. Anyway I hope you all have the best week ever. Later and see you in the next episode.